0: First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throwing down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, and welcome back to the Two Beers Podcast, part of the everyman. For everyone who's new, we call ourselves the pot of the everyman because we're just like you. We're just a couple of normal guys sitting here watching hours of sports. And guess what? We don't have an agenda. We don't have anything we have to push. We're just calling it like we see it. So, Drew, my co-host, how's it going, buddy?
1: We're still doing that Spanish thing to to kick off, huh?
0: It felt good.
1: You got those rave rave reviews last week?
0: Yeah. um,
1: Uh, yeah. I'm feeling good, man. I'm about to... uh... About to be one win away for from an extra twenty bucks in my pocket. Um, <laughs> yeah, your are bet with
0: my brother the uh, the Lakers and the Suns uh, game six is tonight, right? Oh,
1: uh, Davis is playing. Drummond's benched. Gasol's starting. It's all about to unravel.
0: Uh, and and apparently uh, Dennis Schrader has taken away uh, the, all the Lakers uh, references in his what, Twitter <laughs> bio or something.
1: He's still starting though. Oh, Lord. okay. Lord. Maybe he's point-shaven
0: anyway. tonight. That'd be pretty fun. Cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Point-shaven. Oh, so, classic. But, yeah,
1: man. Feeling feeling good. Feeling alive. feeling alive.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, without further ado, let's assume positions for the fabled two-brew salute. On the count of one. Well, is
1: is isn't that a make-believe story? Fabled? Are you using a that fable?
0: correctly? A fa- yeah, but something that's fabled. Exactly. Like it's, like it's like a legendary story. Fabled. All right.
1: I'm going to give it to you. I'm
0: give it to you. <laughs> I love the colloquialisms that you just, <laughs> I just have, and you just, anyway, any, any, any hootles. All right, ready, three, two, one. All right, I got um, Southern Tier New Juice IPA. No, nothing new for me. Well, no pun intended. Nothing no, new here for me. Uh, you are the pod master. <laughs> big pun. Six uh, percent. Let's go. What oh, you got?
1: Nice. I uh. My, uh, my buddy Alex from Harrisburg, after my venture there last week, gave me a uh, plethora of solid IPAs from his nice. uh, personal best collection, so I'm going to start tonight with a uh, Neutral Brewing coleman terrier experience
0: hazy double ipa oh nice you know what dude that at least yeah uh, in my uh beer store dude they that new trail has like multiple hazy ipas i picked the cheapest one last week that was that um oh i had a couple over the weekend too they were the the um oh, not the lady bug the lightning bug uh hazy. So now IPA.
1: when you when you say cheapest, do you mean the lowest A B V or do you actually mean like
0: No, like in dollars. Like for 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 a, for a four tall boys they were like twelve something. I was
1: gonna say, like what's like what's the what's what's the difference between like the cheapest and the most expensive four pack, like sixty seven cents?
0: No, no, like they're like same brewery, their other hazy IPAs were like sixteen or seventeen or eighteen for a, for the four four pack of tall boys. Wow. And, well, and this one this one was 12-something, and I was like, yeah, let me start here and see if it's any good. It was good. I'll, I'll try their other ones. Right. But
1: well, after I win this 20, I'll just borrow a couple of bucks. You can, uh, <laughs> you, you can
0: choose yourself. Dude, well, I mean, when you're buying all this craft beer, Teach I mean, yourself. it's like you end up getting, like, what, 25, 30 beers, and you spend, like, 45, 50 bucks, and it's like, ah, shit. Like, this kind of feel guilty about it. But realistically, that's, we haven't that's... been to bars in a bazillion years, so eh, very, we're still saving money. Very true. Um. Yeah. What anyway. we got,
1: man? Uh, we had a fight last week, huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. I mean, it ended up being a fight eventually. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, according to the judges, it was. But.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Seriously. Um, uh, Haney Linares. Um, I. 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 I want to say it didn't disappoint, but it kind of it m- almost did disappoint until it got close at the end. I don't know. You go ahead and give your recap because it was kind of a little bit, a little bit all over the place.
1: Yeah. I mean. I- you know, Haney Haney was obviously the overwhelming favorite to win the fight. Um, uh, you know, very few people. You know, basically the talk around Lenares was, you know, he's he's a veteran. You know, three three weight champion, so you can't count him out. Um, but very, you know, he was very inactive for ten rounds essentially. Uh, but it was still like. He would still trade a little bit with Haney, and Haney Haney definitely made it a point to be aggressive and go for the kill. Because obviously, after he pitched a perfect perfect fight against Gamboa in December, you know everybody was criticizing him that he couldn't he couldn't drop him. So Haney definitely changed up his game plan from being more of a defensive fighter, fighting off the back foot, uh, using the jab, to using the jab to try to. You know, just inflict as much punishment.
0: And, yeah, setting himself up for more power Yeah, he shots. was
1: put, He was putting himself inside in, in, you know, in the danger zone. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, Lenara just wasn't fast enough for most of the fight. Uh, you know, I I think we, we both we both pretty much had Haney up. You know, winning the first ten rounds, and then at the but the, at the end of the tenth, Lenarra's caught him with a, a a vicious combination that basically put him on spaghetti legs as the bell rang. And the, but probably the most exciting part of the fight was that <laughs> Linares did a little ole movement for him to like go to his corner. It was I've never seen. I think the only the only thing comparable was like, like
0: the Matador like with moving the bull out like ole moving him out yeah, of the way. The only, it, the, only,
1: the only guy I've ever seen do that is and, and like in the middle of a fucking round. This is Loma. Uh, I've never seen anybody do something like that. It was so awesome. I, at that point, I was basically kind of rooting for Linares, even though I I wanted Haney to win because it just sets up better fights. Um, the eleventh round, Haney was just in pure survival mode because he definitely had not recovered from that shot, and you know you can tell from the from the copyback stats. He, uh, you know, he landed he was landing almost forty percent of his pun thirty th- between thirty and forty percent of his punches, and uh, in the in the eleventh round he only hit around twenty five percent, which was his low for the low for the fight, um, and as low as punch connected seven in that round. So. um... And then the twelfth, you know, he came out. He was aggressive a little bit, but was also hugging a lot just to kind of get through it. Um, especially in the last minute, you could just tell he just didn't want to take any chances because he was a little, still a little wobbly. Um, I don't know why, like Lenard has never let his hands go again. We it's we've seen this so many times here with some of these guys where it's the twelfth round and like they're not they're behind on the cards and like the only way to win is by knockout, like just not going for it. You know, I. Again, maybe you know Lars Linares wants to set himself up for one more payday, and getting stopped maybe prevents that. But, uh, yeah, it's where we it was. So you know, excite, you know, exciting last three rounds because of that. Um, the end of the tenth, um, the scorecards were ridiculous. This is where like the judges are just absurd. Because basically, again, like all the judges basically said this fight was closer than the Lomachenko Lopez fight, which is a joke. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, the, I have the I got the I got the cards. Um so two judges had it 116 112 haney and then the third judge had it uh, 115 113
0: 115 113 which I, it blows my mind um well here's
1: what's even crazier so we both had it 118 110 so that's that's uh that's haney winning 10th, yeah, the, yeah I, I was gonna stand.
0: say before you get to to the comp box can oh, i jump ahead. in yeah. here yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so um exactly right so we're sitting there texting each other the whole time. We had Haney pitching a shutout the first night, the first nine rounds, because he's just like you said, he's quicker, he's smoother, and he Linares just can't land anything significant on him because he's just quicker. He's he's getting out of, out of harm's way, and he's clearly landing the the bigger, better shots and more of them. And um, yeah, at the end of that tenth round, like you said. The way the way it happened was perfect because when Lenares clipped him and made him wobbly, Lenares's back was to Haney's corner, and Haney was kind of like stumbling forward into his corner, and that's when Lenares got the old uh, matador, you know, holding the the red red carpet or whatever, and Ole and let him like stumble right into yeah. his own corner. Oh, yeah. Perfect. That was hilarious. Uh, and then, yeah, like you said, he was just, it was just survival mode after 11 and 12. Um, but, uh, which again, and with the cards, I, where would, where did that come from? Like, Dude, so this is like,
1: what's, this is what's baffling. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off.
0: No, no, go. No, this is exactly, so, no, good timing. F- good so timing.
1: two of the judges gave Linares the last four rounds. Um, and so here's the copy box for the last four rounds. This is the most egregious round nine. Two of the judges gave to Linares. Haney, total punches landed. Haney, uh, 21, 21 landed. Um, 21 out of 60. Linares, 9 out of 54. So he outlanded him by 12 punches. Jabs, uh, Haney was 1 out of 8. Uh, Linares, 0 oh, for 15. Power punches. Power punches. 20 out of 52 power punches for Haney. 9.39 for for linari how do you give him that rank like i don't understand how any judge could give him round nine like that's insane to me
0: and it wasn't just the judges uh, there was there was a lot of people on twitter agreeing with us but there was a significant that's amount him, you know, agreeing that, that, with that,
1: t- the twitter the twitter thing which is people that don't like haney because he doesn't have the as the other lightweights um like i could okay round four i could see the argument um you know even though haney haney outlanded him by two punches but okay leonaris had one more power punch than him i guess if you want to if that's if that's going to be your only factor there i you know i guess um round in round 10 round 10 haney landed more punches but again Lenares had two more powers um you know rounds rounds 11 and 12 clearly were Lenares, no question um yeah. all the stats show that and even the, you know, the ring generalship was, was Linares because Haney was wobbling. But, man, like, I, I just, like, 115-113 is a joke, man. Like, I, I, and whatever. I mean, the guy, the right guy won the fight. So, I guess it's, you know, the car is, like, point, our, but... our way of getting all worked up over nothing. But, uh, it's just nonsense.
0: It, it was insane. I don't I don't know where any of that came from. Um, And so, you know, to... I guess from the Haney angle and now everyone's saying, Oh, you know, cause and, and we, in our preview too, we said, you know, Lenar at some, su- we thought it'd be like middle of the fight, not at the very end. Like Lenar's is going to um, press Haney. And at that point, how's Haney going to react? And uh, I think the consensus is that Haney kind of failed to an extent, uh, uh. just because he just kind of like grabbed and like, didn't like, really come roaring back when when he got when he got clipped um but I kind of also just want to point out like when you're at head that far in the cards and you get clipped like he kept his wits about him enough to like not lose you know what i mean like he could if he didn't know if he didn't know what he was doing he could easily like went in there and not been able to protect himself and get clipped again.
1: Yeah, I I actually thought it was the opposite. I thought, considering the fact that he's never been in any danger in any professional fight that he's had, that at the end of that tenth round where he gets clipped, like at the end, wobbling out and has to, basically, only has a minute to get his composure. I thought the fact that he was able, that he was able to. Maneuver through that 11th round by just tying them up and doing some, you know, some gritty veteran things that you, that that a Linares would do. Um, and you saw Linares do that in a couple of rounds. I, I thought that was actually, I, I was actually impressed by that.
0: I, I agree. I, yeah, I think so that I, and, so I wouldn't
1: say, I don't think he, I don't think he failed. I, you know, he, he got clipped and he, you know, he had to do what he had to do to, to win the fight. So.
0: I, I agree. I agree. I, I don't think that was the consensus in the Twitter verse though. And, and amongst, yeah. and, and amongst just the general population, but like now he knows what it's like to be in the danger zone. Like, you know what I mean? That's valuable experience. Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. I, again, and, and Twitter, people just say, on Haney Cause like he doesn't, he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't have the trash talking ability that some of these guys have. He doesn't position. have the knockout
0: power that like a TO yeah, has. Yeah, he definitely.
1: He certainly doesn't have the power. But you know what? Like Floyd. You know, Floyd. Floyd didn't have a ton of power. Like you know. Yeah, I
0: know, and I, I was going to say that too. Um,
1: I don't think you know. Well, God, sorry. I don't,
0: no, you know, no, I don't no, no, no. It's okay. I just wanted to add to it because. Um, well, go ahead. Do your thought first. Well, I was going to
1: say now, if Haney, if we get if if uh, Lopez takes care of business here in two weeks. Um, and he's serious that he wants to fight Haney, and Haney and him can fight free and clear, and there's no nonsense with whoever wins the Fortuna uh, Diaz fight in July. Um, yeah, like I, to me, I like I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not gonna just go ahead and say, oh, Tio's gonna knock him out, and Haney doesn't have a chance. Like I, like Haney's not going to fight Tio the same way he fought Linares. He's Correct. going, he's gonna fight off the back foot. He's going, like. People don't understand his reach and that jab. Like he might have the he might have the most accurate jab in all of boxing right now. Um, it's that good. Like he places it, he he hits you, and then he gets out of the way. He's so, one of the
0: top three or four smoothest fighters. Yeah, I, I in, I, in boxing I, I said, right I said now. This
1: is one of our right. Um, I think it was. I think it was after the um, the little who's the crybaby uh, Garcia. After the Garcia fight, like you know, I, I I said that I thought I thought Haney was probably the closest thing to Floyd out of a lot of these guys. Like the yeah, way he, just his overall skill set and the way he fights. So i you know, to me that's a pick'em fight, him and Tio. So people that were saying, "Oh, he ain't ready for Tio," this and that, I'm like, why? I was like, he's got he's got the exact skill set that you need, and he's not he's not undersized like Lombachenko. Like he,
0: him and him and Tio are perfect. That's a perfect matchup. I agree. It's, yeah. It's it's a super slick fighter who needs to work on who can he has the frame to develop power versus Tio who has the power who's working on becoming a slicker fighter. And that's why him beating Loma was such a big deal cuz that's yeah, that's what he needed to do. And and for him to go up against Haney is, is also a big test. So I mean that's a perfect fight to make. That that would be another if we get that in 2021, that'd be just 2021 might end up being a historic year by the time we're done quite honestly but um wow, wow this is insane a couple couple things um i wanted to, else i wanted to touch on with haney um one was uh in the locker room after um he was he and lenars were talking to each other and co- just comparing notes on the fight and um haney like immediately was like how was my power how was my power power was that was that was i as powerful as Loma I have as much power as Loma? And you could tell Lenarez, like, didn't want to say no. He was like, oh, yeah, your power uh, he is okay. I, I not I didn't hear
1: him say Loma. I just heard him ask him
0: about power. Oh, yeah, no, he said Loma. And he was like, uh, oh, you know, yeah. But, uh, and I, I think off the bat, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, okay, that's, like, kind of, like, a brittle personality, and, like, that's someone who's, like, not sure of themselves. But at the same time, like, how old is Haney? 22? Like, 25? Yeah, uh... I think he's 22. I think he's 25 and 0. I think he's 22. So like,
1: that's a good question.
0: I, like, Probably 22. Like yeah, he's a, like, that's how.
1: He was born in 1998.
0: 98? Yeah, yeah, 22. So, yeah. I mean, he. That's how you gain information. Like going up against these good veteran guys. Like he's not a veteran. Like he doesn't know if he has like what is he. Like he needs to learn what he needs to work on. So. I kind of liked it. I mean, it's it, it kind of is like someone who's not sure of themselves, but it's also someone who wants to learn and get better. So I kind of like that about him, too. Um, and then the other thing to talk about with Haney is, is Garcia, who backed out of his fight against Fortuna for mental health issues, which apparently pissed a lot of people off because, I mean, he's out there taking pictures, what you said, with his girlfriend on the beach and all this stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: And he – so he's on his – Instagram live, he's taunting Haney, saying Haney, I woulda KO'd you, I woulda slept you, and it's like, Garcia, why don't you get in the ring and and not try to like you know, not get knocked down by Luke Campbell next time, and which I mean Loma got knocked down by Luke Campbell too, but like,
1: no he didn't.
0: Oh my bad.
1: No, Lenara's knocked
0: down. Uh, Loma. Oh oh yeah, my bad. I cro- I I crossed my L's there. Um, yeah, no. I mean, he spear. Actually, you're right. He did
1: spear Lomachenko to the ground, basically. So.
0: Oh yeah. Um <laughs> nah. a- Anyway, but what I'm getting at is, uh, Garcia, like, he's on it. Like, is anybody defending this guy anymore? Like, he's just, uh, he's just such know. a crybaby. Yeah. He's, he's, well, he's even, Such, such even, a uh, such a chump.
1: Even Tia, who was defending him, he had, he had he he slighted him a little bit the other day, um, because of that comment he made about the belts don't matter. So, which I... I probably the only thing I've ever liked that to, I have
0: to say. How about that... Speaking of Luke Campbell, how about that Twitter war between oh, all those Haney? guys? Oh, dude, that yeah. was so
1: great. Oh, they're, just, they're just going back at each other and... Uh, cause Haney, well, it, Haney, was, Haney, it was... Haney, yeah, Haney, Haney
0: said to Ryan Garcia, "Is like, yeah, you got knocked down by Luke Campbell. He's like, what do you think I would do to you? And Luke Campbell was like... He was like, yeah, well, you know, uh, my my Olympics uh, medal... Well, he, well, Haney,
1: Haney, was, well he, no, Haney was like, no offense, Luke, but you haven't won a big fight or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And then he said something, and then he was like, yeah, I mean, you know, I got my Olympic medals, but hey, you must get really uh, jazzed up when you open your email for your titles or whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when, when was, the email hits.
1: Oh, dude, it was so good. So, um, so good.
0: Yeah, that's great. Good stuff. Um... You got anything else on Haney Leonard No,
1: no. I think, uh, like I said, To handles To handles his business here in uh, in two weeks. A couple and, weeks. Uh, you know, hopefully we get this.
0: You Which know. we get, we get Jim Lampley back on Triller for the To fight. His first fight back is gonna be the To fight. So that's exciting.
1: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll catch the replay.
0: <laughs> I might end up getting that one. No, you're not. <laughs> the other fight I uh, was on I think it was on Showtime was uh Don Air Ubali. And I was I was poo-pooing that. I was like, hey, everyone's just talking up Don because they want U- Ubali to be something to fight in a way. Okay, I was a hundred percent wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh like Don yeah, thirty eight year old guy, look, he still got it. And when if you if if you really want to convince me you're a Hall of Famer Guess what? He goes out and beats his young guy, Ubali, who was either 17 or 18 and 0. They were trying to build up as a contender for Inouye. And Don just puts him down, KO. I put him down several times. And it was like the fourth or fifth round. It was not late in the fight. Yeah. And just absolutely yeah. impressive. Uh, Inouye fights in June here. Um, and I don't believe it's a big time matchup. It just, I think it's going to be his second fight in America, maybe third not he's been fighting mostly in japan so Ito- um yeah anyway uh, it's, it's his second fight i believe that's what i thought yeah um so realistically i mean once in gets rid of this guy um where's he gonna go and he might fight Don air again he he beat Don air once and i didn't realize i went back and, and read some more about that fight and watched some some highlights and don air actually Broke several bones in Inoue's orbital bone and, yeah. and around his eye, and Inouye just gutted it out and 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 uh, still beat Donair. So, absolutely incredible. Uh, the it kind of feels like in a way Donair too kind of needs to happen. So, um, that might be coming. But yeah, uh, well, uh,
1: they're gonna try. I think I was reading maybe they. They're at one eighteen, by the way. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> not one thirty. Um, uh, they may try to have him unify. With, I forget who has the other belt, um, and then try to get an undisputed fight.
0: Yeah, um, oh, shoot. Yeah, I forget all the guys' names. It's like Ross Brayer, Gosh Brayer. I forget all the guys' names at that weight class, but um, there's a couple of them that, that are competitive that have a little bit of power at 118, so um, it's a division to keep the eye on. Like I always thought it was in way and then everyone else, but eh, maybe there's a little bit going on down there, so. Uh, I'll stop poo-pooing that division and start to pay a little more attention. Um, other than that, this upcoming weekend is um, Mayweather versus one of the YouTubers. Logan Paul? Uh, it's on Sunday. We will not be buying it. I'll, I'll, I know I'll, I'll go out on a limb and speak for you. Um,
1: no, no. our, our loyal listener to the pod, Teddy, might be, though, and then we'll, uh, we'll have him on to give his thoughts about that shit show.
0: Yeah, we we we're, we're not buying that. Um but it kind of uh it's actually set up there's going to be no judges. There there's not going to be a winner unless somebody gets KO'd, which is going and it's the ref's discretion if he needs to stop it. Um here and then but uh DraftKings did put out something that if we were going to put out odds, here's what they would be. Um where did it, oh, yeah, here it is. And they would have they have Floyd Mayweather at minus a thousand and Logan Paul plus six fifty. Honestly, tighter than I would have expected. Um, total rounds five and a half over under. That's a little bit surprising. Uh, May to win by KO. May, Mayweather minus one sixty. Logan Paul plus a thousand. Not surprising at all. Actually, I'm surprised it's not a little bit wider chasm than that. Fight to go the distance. Yes, plus one sixty eight. No, minus two hundred. Okay, so the weird thing about that is I'm 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 assuming they're saying if there were judges and if, it, you know, wh- whatever, because um, I think that it, this fight's going to go the distance only because, like, there's no real incentive for anybody to take chances to get it and get KO'd because a loss for either of these guys would be a big deal. Um, and Floyd... I mean, maybe he just feels like he can knock out whatever YouTuber this is just by jabbing and like sticking and moving. But there's a 30 pound difference between these oh, guys. For sure. So, so like
1: 30 pounds and probably like five, six inches.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, like, is it's kind of it's that part of it's kind of interesting. Like, you got this guy in shape who knows a little bit about boxing versus a legitimate fighter who's five or six inches shorter and 30 pounds lighter is that enough to knock out like an in-shape guy who you know is uh, knows a little bit about boxing so that part of it might be interesting but let's be real like this is not anything anybody needs to watch so um Uh, we we won't be
1: (laughs) i'll I'll be curious to see the pay-per-view numbers though
0: yeah, I, I I even don't care about that. But didn't you didn't you say that Floyd has already made thirty million off of this? He's
1: made thirty million already without even stepping in the ring, which is just insane.
0: Wow. Floyd, um, why are you
1: doing this? <laughs> well, that's weird. yeah
0: exactly. Um, and then we totally whipped on this last week, and it was funny because in my back of my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, like there's something we haven't talked about. Sure enough, Pac-Man versus Spence, it's happening. Um, it is. So it, the whole Pac-Man versus um Crawford fell through uh a couple of months back. Now it's Pac-Man versus Spence. At age 42, Pacquiao is still taking on elite talent. Like that's like oh, yeah. inc- that's awesome. Like I I kind of hope he wins, quite honestly. Um uh, when is it? Do you know, is it September?
1: No, August uh August, okay. 20- 13th-ish, 16th. Niner. Uh, <laughs> I think it's August 21st because that's a Saturday. Okay. So I think that's what it is. Uh, that I will be buying.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. That's, that's,
1: that's no question.
0: So we'll cover it more as it gets closer, but that's happening. Uh.
1: Off, off the cuff, who do you think wins?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I I can't I I don't know I can't I'm sorry I'm gonna, Why who do you, who do you think
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go Spence
0: Yeah I I almost said Spence KO but like I I just I don't want to do it to, to I, just, I just I just think
1: I just think his uh
0: It's a guy in his prime versus a 42 year old No nah, not
1: even that I just th- I just think his reach is gonna be the advantage in the fight just like it was with Sean Porter Yeah I could
0: think be. Kinda,
1: I think that's kind of what I think that's what it'll come down to
0: Yeah I i would love for pacquiao to win though
1: oh so would i um just and just because we i think we'd actually get a i think we'd a, i think you have a better chance to get a pacquiao crawford fight than you ever do having a spence crawford fight
0: yeah that's probably true so um all right well interesting um all right transitioning to a couple nhl topics i wanted to cover um The Toronto Maple Leafs have been ousted in the first round. The Toronto Maple Leafs have been ousted in the first round yet again. Oh, man. They were up 3-1 against um, uh, Montreal. And Carey Price just steals a couple He absolutely stole game six. Unbelievable. Um, And just stands on his head, man, and gets it done. Which I've kind of always poo-pooed. Carry price over the years like i thought he was a little bit overrated but man he's he's definitely a hall of famer i mean he he can go and do stuff like this and steal a series um the funny thing about toronto is too like they gave up all these draft picks including first round picks to get all these rentals (laughs) they went all in man they went all in and this this was like their big chance to like get through the the cupcake canadian division and get to the the semis and they couldn't even do that. So where do they go from here? They have they have tons of uh, like cap hits, like almost no cap room, no no uh, no draft picks now. Man, that it's it's from the outside looking in, it's absolutely hilarious. I I I say that they are the Knicks, Drew of the NHL. Like Is that right? Like they haven't won since like the 60s, and uh, which the Knicks may have won in the 70s, I don't even know, but like. They're always the like the center of the league and the hype job, um, but like never any real playoff success. Which the Knicks had some playoff success in the nineties, but they obviously didn't win. Um, and Montreal, who beat them, is more like the Cowboys. Like Montreal won in the nineties, but like not really since then. And their their fans are just rabid. Um, but again, they just haven't really. They've had they've won some series in the playoffs, but haven't really. Haven't yeah yeah
1: that
0: is brutal or did they have one in the early 2000s i thought it was the 90s uh i don't know i forget but either way that's like they're like the cowboys and and the and the leafs are like the the knicks but um good good stuff there um and then our buddy casey uh sent us the the guy with the wedding singer song um if you just type in toronto maple Leafs wedding singer you'll see this guy just (laughs) complaining you know singing his song about the uh uh, the Leafs losing. And it all was bullshit. you want to play it? <laughs> do you have it up? I do. Yeah. Sure, go for it. this called hockey. And my favorite team is the Toronto Maple Leafs. They look so good all year long winds piling up constantly i can't believe we finally have a cup contending team (laughs)
1: oh my god this is uh dude
0: i said i said the best part is we don't know what year he sang that song
1: (laughs) oh man it's every year this guy this is rob hughes at o-l-h-u-g-h-e-s-i-e he this guy i'm following him this guy's well worth it
0: classic Uh, Oh. oh he's
1: got a band his band is called shred penner (laughs) <laughs> oh, we definitely got. We definitely got to uh, make sure we tag this guy in this week's uh, uh, post of the pod. All
0: right,
1: I do this guy following following us on Twitter. It's got to happen.
0: <laughs> Electric. So awesome. Um. Uh. Other NHL news. So so game one of uh the the Canadian division was um, um the Canadian yeah the Canadians versus the Winnipeg Jets and the Canadians won five three they. Uh, went to score a, an empty netter, Drew, and it was kind of like from behind the goal, and it was a wrap around when there was nobody around. Um, guy's name was uh, Jack Evans, and Shifley from the Winnipeg Jets comes out of uh, out of nowhere fr- from the friggin' rafters and just blasts this guy in the head. It's like, so the guy's trying to wrap around the corner, right? And as he's wrapping around the corner. Shifley realizes, oh, I'm not going to be able to prevent this goal, so he just decides, screw it, I'm just going to blast into his head. And it was pathetic. It was egregious. It was idiotic. It was moronic. It was dirty. And, like, I don't know if he knocked the guy out cold, but the guy just, like, head snapped. He was limp. It was absurd. He ended up getting uh, suspended four games. But to make it even worse, the announcer, who I later find out is Dominic Moore, unbelievable, is basically blaming the Canadiens guy, Jack Evans, for like, oh, he didn't really protect himself coming around there. Uh, and, and he even leaned into it, like, oh, that made it even worse. And I'm like, dude, he's trying to tuck in a wraparound goal, and and the, other, uh, the game's practically over. There's seconds left, and Shifley is just sniping headshots. And you're going to sit here and, like, about jack evans like oh no he didn't oh he didn't protect himself like what the hell like oh like just perfect on brand for the ridiculous nhl just to say like have the announcer like say some nonsense like that like idiotic like garage league absolute garbage so but at least the guy got suspended for four games in the playoffs so that's a big deal um so we'll we'll see uh and Shifley's a great player. So Shifley's a great player. So, uh, you know what? It's going to hurt his team. So, we'll, we'll see what happens from here. But, um, un- unreal. Um, that, but, uh, you know, second round carries on. Oh, I just see here Boston uh, scored in overtime. So, they, they're up 2-1. But I'm not going to go down through every series. But second round marches on. We'll update it uh, as, you know, as the second round winds down. Um, but, uh... Speaking of playoffs, Drew, you want to do uh, a little segment called the NBA Fast Break?
1: Sure, man. So, you know, well, as anybody who's been listening hopefully knows, we got a uh, our spinoff show, the Two for One, with uh, me and Tori White, with our uh, our awesome host, Drew. I guess what are you, moderator?
0: Sure, what yeah, moderator. moderator.
1: Whatever you want to call. You're 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 a valuable bench player. For the the Jar
0: Jar Binks of uh, the <laughs> Two for One
1: um so we're we're not too much in detail the nba so just real quick uh well denver just went on like a 30 to 6 run and just knocked dame out of the playoffs um that series i thought portland would win i think you definitely no way they can bring back dame and cj unless somehow they're able to uh, a disgruntled star says send me to portland or i'm not playing anymore um I can't believe they lost last game after Dave hit two friggin' buzzer, buzzer beaters and regulation. Overnight. What a game that was. Dude, just insane. Um, you know, they're terrible at defense, but you know, it comes back. This I game
0: just... tonight, they were up by like 12. I yeah. stopped paying attention. And then yeah. as we're sitting here recording, like Denver just slowly comes back and back and back. And they won by like 10 or whatever. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's just, it, yeah, it's a shame. I guess, I guess Portland, I guess Portland Twitter's, uh, going to be real quiet after they were talking all that shit to me earlier in the year when, uh, I told them that none of the moves they made made a difference because it didn't get them to solve their easy basket problem. And uh, all the, uh, oh, Melo's a walking bucket, and CJ doesn't miss from the midrange. I don't know what happened to that this series. Um, any hoodles. Uh, yeah, so that's done. Uh, if, if Murray hadn't got hurt, I really would have liked them coming out of the West, man. Um, yeah. That team could have been really good uh fucking philly we just can't have friggin' nice things and uh partial meniscus tear god only knows when he's going to come back now it just sucks uh it sucks he was going to win the mvp and he got hurt and missed you know almost 20 games so they're going to give it to jokic uh and the sixers were looking just awesome and then he hurts his knee and uh, up 3-0 in a meaningless game against shitbag westbrook and Beal. and just goes down just it sucks I, I, everyone all, everyone I talk to thinks this isn't a big deal they're like ah oh, dude meniscus tear Puh. you know he'll rub some dirt on it and be fine I'm like oh yeah sure this uh 7 foot 2 monster who's had nothing but lower extremity problems his entire career yeah this is nothing no big deal Especially
0: because um, this is round one. It's not like he needs to, like, get it through, like, all right, we got three, two games left here in the yeah. finals. Like, make it oh. one more week. It's like, he's got to make it two more months of playing. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like,
1: and the and the biggest difference, um, the biggest difference, too, in, in that is that, you know, like, or the biggest, or sorry, the difference between, like, the Sixers and the Lakers is, like, Davis isn't the most important player on that team. LeBron James is, like. M B it is the most important player in the Sixers. He scores thirty points a game, and while Simmons may be the defensive player of the year, the scheme is still built around M B just being an absolute terror around the rim. Um, so uh, I I mean, if he I, I don't think I don't know that they can beat the Hawks without him. So this is going to be pretty dicey. Uh, what else we got? Anything else happened? Oh, Danny 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 Ainge uh, steps down as uh steps down from the Celtics and Brad Stevens becomes a head of basketball ops which was yeah I mean ops. it's just
0: strange like Stevens is kind of young to transition out of coaching and like if you don't trust him to be your coach like is it they trust him so much that they want him to be the ops instead of the coach I think it's a little bit of
1: that he said he just was kind of fatigued from coaching
0: um well, I, at age like 45 I, I guess
1: man uh well, it's all kind of interesting, because then on the same day, Coach K announces he's going to retire at the end of the season. Uh, I always thought Stevens was going to take that job once. I, I just thought the Celtics were a placeholder until Coach K left, and then he was going to be – Really? The- you always thought that? I always did, yeah. I just thought he was going to be the guy to take over Duke or maybe Carolina when Roy retired. Uh, more, more Duke. He seems more like a Duke guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was kind of surprised. I thought I thought the, out, I thought the uh, media backlash about how uh, it, he's privileged and it's ridiculous that he got that job. I think that's a little absurd considering the guy had no NBA experience and had incredible success coaching. Like everyone forgets how shitty. like they, the, the Celtics bottomed out the roster the year he took over. Uh, they traded that's when they traded away. Garnett, uh, Paul Pierce, Doc Rivers basically said trade me as they, they traded their coach away. Like, they weren't expected to do anything, and he made the playoffs every year. Um, he, With Isaiah Thomas playing 40 minutes a game, he had the Celtics as the number one ranked defense in the league. And he made the Eastern Conference Finals three out of the last four years. And yeah, you could say, oh, well, you know, he didn't get to the finals. Well, if you're going to tell me that LeBron's unstoppable, he had to get through LeBron, you know, two of those years. Um, so i don't know i well yeah. i'll be i'll be curious as a, as a guy who loads the celtics like i'm glad to see them in a little bit of disarray but we'll uh we'll see what happens there um yeah, yeah. lakers and Suns are tipping off like i said uh we, could, we can all probably go to bed at halftime when the lakers are up 50 um okay they bench Drummond. that's kind of wild that didn't last long um yeah i wonder if he plays at all there's huh. Davis, uh, Jay Crowder, first three, and oh wow, he made it. That's not a good sign. Shit, that's All not right,
0: this fast break has turned into a, a f- <laughs> full couple possessions here. Oh, I'm
1: sorry, I, I that was a decent rant. Uh, any thoughts on Coach <laughs> K? I didn't I didn't really read too many, much of the stories because this isn't really NBA related. But uh, what was co- any 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 newsworthy stuff out of Coach K there?
0: Um, no, I I, I didn't pay attention to any of that. No, stuff that's right. Shire,
1: John Shire's taking over I mean, former me- Duke national champion.
0: I mean, maybe some people care about about that. I mean, wh- whatever. Um, the what was it? Um, every they were. I guess in his press conference, they were playing "Every Time We Touch." I get this feeling. Like that was like his like walkout song or something. I, I didn't. At the that. press conference, that's a, that's I a fun I, fact. I yeah, I didn't actually like see it. I just saw somebody say that, and I was like, okay, um, whatever.
1: Here's the real question. Is Kevin Willard the most sought-after coach in college basketball now? With
0: not, no, not right now. I mean, if <laughs> if if Seton Hall does something this year, maybe.
1: <laughs> kidding, okay, kidding. Okay. Um, uh, too bad. Oh man, too bad Jay Wright doesn't want that job. Jay Wright. Yeah, I'd love to get him out of the Big East as much as so. I love him.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Um. All right. I'm, sorry, I'm, we went, I'm,
1: went a little long on that one.
0: That's all right. I, I'm. Uh, I'm just. I'm ready to – I'm revving my engines on this pit stop.
1: We're oh, – we, we got a full, uh, full car today. We're, we're,
0: we're, we're back to one minute. i gotta. Oh, wait. Ooh, I got to clear you... the mechanism. Clear the mechanism. Let me get, All the, right.
1: let me get the timer ready. Hold on. I, I, I'm so used to just letting you go on this thing now.
0: It was two weeks.
1: You ready? Was it? I thought it was more than that. No, it was two uh, weeks. I thought, I thought I was letting you get your jollies out like three weeks it was going into weeks? circuit
0: of the Amer- americas and yeah, coming out the, of the uh, circuit of america's Oh
1: god jay crowder just had two street two threes oh my god um i'm gonna start you off you ready yeah Five, four
0: wait 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 are oh, you gonna god. say are you gonna say go because last time you did this you just said you just said one and then i was sitting there waiting
1: i'm not even gonna so, count down now i'm just gonna say go and you can go go okay
0: all right last week was charlotte uh the Coca-Cola 600. We were poo-pooing Kyle Larson because not having the killer instinct. He absolutely freaking dominated this week. He led almost the entire time. Boring. He won by 10 freaking seconds. So I guess we got to pick him now at every mile and a half track that he's dominating. This week, we're at back to a road course, baby. Sonoma, California, 30 miles north of the Bay Area. Um, and Chase Elliott and Martin Truex have... Oh, I should have... Uh, I wasn't ready. Chase Elliott and Martin Truex have been dominating the road courses. They didn't go here last year because of COVID. Truex won in 2019. So the picks this week are Elliott plus 225, Truex plus 400, Kyle Busch a plus 700, and that's it. We're not even picking anybody else. Done. 44 seconds. Yep. Love it. Awesome. All right. God, Speaking pit, of picks. The pit,
1: the pit, the pit, is it possible that the pits – oh, my God. He's got three threes, three for three. from Hey, JJ. all <laughs> right. Stay focused. <laughs> oh, this isn't man. the two for one. Oh, God. Uh, is it possible that the pit stop's now my favorite part of the pod?
0: I, it's everybody's favorite part of the pod.
1: It's. I mean, since we've put it in, that's where I, we've seen the uptick. So, I don't think it's even debatable at this point.
0: Yep. Not the last time race cars are going to make, make an appearance on this podcast, no, by the sir. way. No, sir. No, sir. Um all right on that note the parlay so we're we're we doing this this week where we're gonna do we we there's we're a little bit torn so i think we're gonna do what a two-teamer on friday and a two-teamer on saturday uh, well we getting wild
1: well we almost we almost were awesome last week with our when i said let's go four and that the shitty Yankees couldn't beat the friggin tigers uh, yeah, that
0: sucked. You you hit all three that you proposed, and the, I took my brothers and right, the here's Yankees. I, here's
1: here's what we're gonna do. Let's let's do our two on Friday. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the over in the Lake in the Clippers Mavericks um, game tomorrow night. Over two sixteen and a half. Um, I'm gonna go over. I think that's a high scoring game. Whether it's a close game or whether the Mavericks just kicked the shit out of the Clippers.
0: Makes sense. Um. I'm gonna take the under in the hockey game tomorrow night, Canadians versus Jets. I know it was five three in game one, um, but these are two fantastic goalies, Hellebuck and uh, uh, Carey Price. So I'm gonna go on. It's five and a half, which is low, but I'm just gonna say that, especially with Shifley out, let's just say that you know things get a little tight, uh, tight forechecking, tight backchecking, it's and checking in general. So I'm gonna go under five and a half. Friday night, Canadians versus Jets.
1: All right. So then Saturday. Saturday. You like – so the over-under in the Bucks nets game is
0: 239.5. Yes. And, and I'm going to take the under in that game as well just because – like, dude, I think Durant's gonna play defense, and I think Anun Akumpo is gonna play defense, and like, well, I mean, the,
1: I mean, the Bucks are gonna play defense, so I think that's that, what I'm I, saying. Yeah. yeah, that's what
0: I mean. I think like, yeah. I think both of these teams are gonna be like. Plus, typically in game ones, I mean, teams are trying to find the rhythm of the other team, so I think maybe it's a little bit like disjointed a little bit. It not sometimes that means the offenses explode, but sometimes it means that it's destroying it and there's not a lot of points. So I'm going to, and 239 and a half is a lot. So I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the uh, under on that.
1: I like that. Um, and so here's what we'll do. Uh, we're going to take basketball for this fourth game. If, if the Lakers win tonight, which they're definitely going to do, uh, we're rolling. I don't care if the spreads 30 to pound the Lakers on Saturday night in game seven. If, Somehow a miracle happens and the Suns don't win, and the Suns end up winning tonight. That's going to be awesome because we'll be recording again in about an hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Nets. They're minus four. Uh, I'll take the Nets to win Game One at home. So if cool. there's no Laker game, we're gonna roll Nets. If there is a Laker game, we're gonna roll the Lakers.
0: Perfect. I like it. We could pivot, pivot, pivot. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. I think that about does it for beer one. If you have any swigs left, finish them off.
1: Oh, let me get this in.
0: All right. Assume positions for the two brew salute on beer number two. All right. Three, two, one. Um, again, no surprises here this week. Uh, Lawson's, fin- Lawson's Finest Liquid, Super Session Number Five, Cashmere. Uh, 4.8%. I've been crushing these all week. They're so drinkable. Love them.
1: Uh, I'm going real wussy on this one. Just Corota Premier or something light. Something yeah, there you go. Light and breezy. It's not wussy. It's, it's, almost, it's a, ref-
0: a refreshing beverage. It's almost
1: a uh, Fast and the Furious uh, weekend, so.
0: Nice. Okay. Wow, drinking this back-to-back with the new juice just really makes the new juice pop. Um, but this is a great session. Um, okay. Well, speaking of race cars, um, I don't know where this came from, but neither of us had seen Ford versus Ferrari. And well, we're then starting, we're
1: starting with this, huh? Uh,
0: what else, what else was there?
1: My, my journey's over.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do that first. My <laughs> uh, bad.
1: Oh God. I spent, I spent three or two and a half weeks on Dutton ranch and now I'm I'm out. I'm out of there. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, so you finished uh you finished Yellowstone. Uh well, I mean uh, through season through 3. Through
1: Season 3? Yeah, I did. Uh
0: What what'd you think of the the rest of season 3, man?
1: Uh I really enjoyed it. Um I still whatever we I joked about it with you the other day. Whatever like dark darkness that the cast thought was oh, this big overwhelming thing in season 2 that wasn't there in season 3. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Um Like, so spoiler alert, uh, we get a guy getting his chest cut out with a a huge knife, uh, hung (laughs) to death and then, uh, like assassinations, bombs exploding and all the above in season three. So train station visits, I I mean, it was just a stampede,
0: a stampede in a shallow creek from I,
1: I honestly, I honestly thought all, I don't, I mean, outside of the kidnapping the kid, but like, again, like it's not like they killed him, um, or anything bad really happened to him. Outside of that, like, was there? I don't know what was any real difference from any of the three seasons in terms of like that kind of stuff, you know?
0: Yeah, you you coming back in on the rewatch has helped set that in its place because yeah, in between seasons, the ca- they did interviews with the cast and they were and they were in between season two and three, and the cast was like, yeah, we need we're gonna reset for season three, and it's gonna be a little bit more calm and more a little more realistic so i
1: remember i remember i called you The again spoiler alert the last five minutes of season three were insane i call you as like it all goes down and you're like what what are you talking about that didn't happen I'm like what are you talking did you watch this show i was um, like maybe
0: i didn't watch like uh, that but i think that's more just my uh early onset dementia kicking in than like than me than like just the show not being memorable.
1: Yeah, I gotta say the best. So I love in season three. My my favorite scene was after Jimmy gets uh, dehorsed. Is that what you call it?
0: Dehorsed. Um, dehorsed. We're gonna. are just gonna. But go I think the term is bucked.
1: Yeah. When, okay. So he gets bucked. Was isn't him staying on bucking the horse?
0: No. No. You get bucked.
1: Uh, okay. So when he got bucked and basically broke every bone in his body. Uh, the next episode when he's in the hospital bed and, uh, John Dutton's basically reading off his entire, <laughs> entire, uh, bill, he goes, man, they hit the lottery with you, Jimmy. Um, and he just keeps going on and on and he's like, Oh, look at that. They, uh, huh, you, you, uh, you shattered your hip. So they just went ahead and gave you a hip replacement. Youngest person never had one of those. So thumbs up. Congratulations for that, pal. <laughs> uh i was dying because you don't get a lot of humor in the show so i was dying at that scene um i loved how basically all season somebody's putting a gun in rip's face and he's like you better go on and pull the fucking trigger man <laughs> 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 i love him. he's just not afraid he's just like yeah go ahead i dare you i dare you to kill me uh um, yeah when he eventually does die i'm gonna cry uh that was that's gonna be upsetting um Sawyer Sawyer was so perfectly cast in that role. He he nobody plays a a sneaky, conniving scumbag like uh, like the guy that plays Sawyer. I I'll tell you that. Much. From so, Lost. Uh, dude's so awesome. Um Yeah, it was great. I, I felt bad for Jamie I, should we talk about it or no? Like what
0: jo- jo- Josh Holloway is the uh, is the actor who yeah. plays Sawyer. So, um, so, yeah, sure, go well, for it. Yeah. Well, so
1: Jamie finds out that he's adopted, which that's. I mean, I guess. Bum bum bum. Yeah. Um. And at the end, so at the end, uh, after the Dutton seem to, you know, somewhat win, and they're probably not going to lose their land right which, away. Who, you know? who's,
0: da- who's, who's Jamie's uh, biological dad?
1: Oh God, the act, the guy from Armageddon. Uh, and also the assistant coach from your favorite movie, Remember? Yeah, the that's
0: why I wanted to bring it up. Will Patton.
1: <laughs> Will Patton. great Oh great casting. Um, the,
0: the coach from uh, that terrible movie, remember the Titans?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah see this is why people don't like you. This is why people don't like you. <laughs> um, yeah, so in the last in the last five minutes, uh, Beth it, Beth basically had a bomb go off in her office. If she's not dead, then I I, the, I don't know. that's ridiculous. or heavily disformed. Um, what
0: what movie was it? where they uh, something formed a perfect cocoon around the body to to protect them?
1: Oh God, I don't know. Is that a thing?
0: I don't know. I feel like I don't. Anyway, continue.
1: Um, must have been a Pixar movie. Um, Probably. <laughs> uh, um, there's a there's an attack on Casey at his office. Um basically a bunch of guys show up with a bunch of uh, guys show up with automatic weapons and he just flips his wood desk so I'm sure that's gonna protect him. Um <laughs> <laughs> and then John Dutton's uh, helping some woman change a tire on the side of the road and a van stops and just fires away, you know, like eight shots into his chest but one happened to hit a cell phone and so he uh you know he's alive, which is awesome. <laughs> and he goes he pulls Naturally. the phone he, he pulls the phone and sees the bullet in the phone and just goes, That fucking figures uh <laughs> it was so but yeah so i i believe that jamie's response i think that i think that the the, the obvious people it's not going to be i think jamie set up uh all these murders um so why I've, i have empathized with him even after you find out he basically had beth sterile or you know st- yeah sterile, sterile pretty much know, I, um, I it because because he was going to have casey killed too who's been nothing but nice to him i'm just like all right well this guy's a scumbag um Worse. That was a great. That and was and a, you're
0: you're making the leap that it was Jamie. They they haven't. I think it was. Either. I think it
1: was Jamie. Um, I think that's where. We're, and only because in the beginning of the episode, when he's talking to his biological father, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how to take. How, I don't know how to get what's mine." And talking about like what his portion of the ranch, he goes, "Easiest easiest thing in the world, as long as his or as long as uh, history." And he goes, "He goes, you kill the king." Oh, so good. I got I got I got wood when he said that.
0: Do you? Uh... If that could be a red herring, though.
1: It could be. I mean, that that could be throwing you off too. But I feel, I feel like, I feel like the way they ended it with Sawyer's last scene, he's too obvious. Um, I think that the the chief and the uh, you know the uh, the reservation uh, folks, that's too obvious. Oh my God, they're just not missing again. Um, that's too obvious. Uh, yeah, I just, I think it's Jamie. So I don't want, I don't want to rant on this one. But it was good. Uh, I'm glad I finally no, watched. I'm glad I finally watched it It, Again it was It's definitely not Dances with Wolves It's definitely more Game of Thrones Everybody So Highly recommend watching uh, Watching the show Hopefully it's back I've been hearing rumors It's going to be back in July Which is perfect timing I'm glad I'm glad I waited so long To watch it Because now I don't have to wait Months and months And months for. uh, Yeah
0: they've they've been Tweeting about it They just did a marathon About it um, Over the Memorial Day weekend So It's got to be coming back soon Is season 4 The last one? I don't know I, I would defer to you on that. Uh, yeah, I, it might be. Don't quote me on that, but I don't know. I and then the spinoff is coming about how they how the Duttons acquire all that all that land in Montana. So, um, yeah, good show. Your journey is concluded, sir. You're, you're better for the journey.
1: Um. Yeah.
0: Sweet, sweet. Um. All right. So now, sorry about that. Uh, but now it's Ford oh, yeah, now here, we are. here we go Ford versus Ferrari. again it was something came out 2019 neither of us had watched it we always wanted to watch it so we were like yeah let's just do it for the pod let's let's just let's just do it for funsies and um wow it was amazing I, wow dude, wow, I've, wow. Dude, I've, wow. I've, I've had
1: this I've had this on my um
0: Netflix I've had, I've, queue I've had, list? I've, yeah Netflix I, I've, queue?
1: Had, I've had this on my queue since. It might have been might have been the beginning of quarantine. Maybe it hasn't been on HBO that long. Remember definitely...
0: Netflix queues though, where you when you had to get a disc and you had like a queue oh, yeah. and you would like move them. <laughs> yeah, um, I've
1: been meaning a lot. I'm I'm a big Matt Damon fan. I know some people get irked by him. I don't know why.
0: Ah, um, uh, yeah, that's me.
1: And, oh God, you suck. Um, and I am a huge bail guy. So I I've been really I can't even, I'm blown away, man. I, it was it was so good.
0: Okay, so I, why like, don't
1: you, you want to you give give a little background on the on the uh, the basis of the story
0: yeah sure astonishingly good so Ford versus Ferrari so again it's um Ford is is looking to make make some moves um and they, they want to kind of like redo their image so they're like all right you know what Ferrari's broke let's let's go buy Ferrari so Lee Iacocca, who's played by um John uh John Bernthal, who of uh oh walking Shane and walking dead and the Punisher um Lee Iacocca goes over to Italy and goes to old man Ferrari and he's like all right let's buy you out and everything's all hunky-dory and then old man Ferrari's like well say there's a disagreement on the race team and I want to do it one way and you say no like what's the final decision he's like well you know like in the unlikely event that that actually happens like yeah we we have the final say and then he just basically badmouths Americans, everything that Ford stands for, and kicks him out, Lee Iacocca out of his office. And so then uh, they go back to Henry Ford II, the deuce, as they come to call him. And he's like, all right, we're going to Le Mans, which is a 24-hour race, and we're going to win. And so the way they're going to do that is they're going to get Carroll Shelby, who, if you've ever heard of a Shelby Cobra Mustang, that's where it comes from, Carroll Shelby. And so they're going to design the Ford GT40, I believe is the car, and they're going to take on the Ferrari who wins the Le Mans every year. And they're going to do that with their boy. So Carroll Shelby is played by Matt Damon, and they're going to do that with the number one driver that, Carol Shelby knows Ken Miles, who is played by Christian Bale. Who Christian Bale is? Carol Shelby's British, like a ca-
1: he's British, right?
0: Carol Shelby Shelby uh, is is more like a um, no. I'm sorry. Uh, cowboy is a Bale's, cowboy. Bale's character. Yeah, he's yeah. he's British, but he fought in World War Two and he's like a hero and everything. Um, and he's he's a British American and um, so. Uh, but he's the best driver that Carroll Shelby knows. So Ken Miles, paid by Christian Bale, is gonna is gonna drive their car. It's a whole back and forth. It's it's a whole um, tug of war between the suits who do not want anything to do with Ken Miles just because he's such a, a, a fire, like a loose cannon, and like an image problem. And Carroll Shelby, who's trying to build a race team to actually win the Le Mans in like a 90 day window, they have to build this car and this team and Ken Miles is the uh, a, the only mind as genius as Carroll Shelby to build this car and it's just the tug of war of keeping Ken Miles on the team so they go and w- they win the 24-hour Daytona they go and they win the 24-hour um i forget some kind of grand prix as i think
1: LeMans, you, or, uh...
0: no le Mans is 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 like the crown jewel the big uh-huh. one and there was another one and it was like he Ken Miles would have won the triple crown which was the, the uh, um, Daytona, the, I forget the third one, the second one, and then Le Mans. Um, anyway, so it's just all about how Ford, the only American car ever to win the Le Mans, and Ken Miles ends up winning uh, the Le Mans it's a 24 hour race drew and i don't i don't know if you were able I, to I, I see it's a, daytona the
1: daytona race is 24 hours too right is it were they all it, 24 hours back then it, is that a thing
0: no, no it's it's different it's not nascar it's not nascar so daytona 500 is a nascar race this isn't nascar this is a different thing this is this is like supercars and so, and I, I, I don't know what it was called in the 60s. I mean, they got all kinds of different F1, F2, all kinds of different stuff. But I guess, is that, is
1: that, was that a normal thing back then that these races were 24 yes. hours? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was news
0: to me. I mean, they've been doing this for a long time. They, they These races still exist today, these 24 hour races. And it's whoever could go the furthest distance in 24 hours. And so the, they swap out drivers for a little bit, they take naps. And then the drivers come back in. It's like a team. That's why, like, these drivers are exiting the car, taking phone calls, having meals, taking a nap, coming back in. And, uh, yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, And and so, like, all the racing scenes are incredibly detailed and very good. All, like, the R&D scenes are awesome. All of the personality between Matt Damon, Christian Bale, and all the guys at Ford... How the Ford's basically trying to run the race team like a company, and Matt Damon and, and Carol Shelby is just trying to like run it like, um, like a basically like a tinker toy genius. Um, and it, it was it, here on Rotten Tomatoes, Drew. Um, it is rated 92 by the tomato meter, and the audience scored 98%. Amazing,
1: it's well, well, there, it's not, actually, you know what, it's not high enough. It
0: there is. Literally zero, I would change in that movie. It is perfect. It is so good, so much fun. And I, I will, I will say, myself, I'm a Mustang fan. So I, I, I wasn't sure how you would eat it up, but I was just like,
1: oh, I love the GT Shelby. Oh, I mean, like, I, I mean, obviously, I'm a, I'm a foreign car guy now, but the, the, the I mean, the Shelby's a, a unicorn.
0: A- absolutely, and um, I, I, I've, I, and and I was a Mustang. Kind of, I didn't know a lot about cars growing up as a kid, and I was knew like Mustang was a fast car. You know, I didn't know that's like basically all I knew. And then as I got older, um, I watched watched the movie Bullet as an adult, and obviously with the '69 Fastback, I was just like, oh, and and Steve McQueen, I was like, holy crap! I was like, okay, this is sweet. And so, um, I kind of fell in love with Mustangs even more after that. And I'm not an expert by any stretch. You know, I, I'm still a very novice car person, but um
1: I mean you've been you've been rocking a Ford for twenty seven years, so.
0: Yeah, uh, Ford I am Ford Loyal. That's why I like <laughs> Brad Kozlowski and I buy Fords and everything. I'm definitely Ford Loyal. But um Oh man, it was it was so, so good. And there's this one speech, Drew. I'm I, I have it up here, and it was Carol Shelby, it's it's when they roll Carol Shelby out and introduce him as the Ford Mustang guy, and he he has to give a little speech on like how they're gonna go win Le Mans, and I I, I just wanted to play this because it's so awesome. You ready? Do it, man.
1: Do it. Okay.
0: Well, my daddy was here today. He told me to sit on down and leave the yak into the college boys. So, like my cars, I'll make this fast. <laughs> When I was 10 years old, Pop said to me, son, it's a truly lucky man who knows what he wants to do in this world, because that man will never work a day in his life. But there are a few, a precious few, and hell, I don't know if they're lucky or not, but there are a few people who find something they have to do, something obsesses them, something if they can't do it, it's going to drive them clean out of their mind. I'm that guy. And I know one other man feels exactly the same. His name, his name is Mr. Henry Ford. And together, we're going to build the fastest automobile in the world. Yeah, and it's <laughs> amazing. And I, I just love that. It's like, you know, if, if, you, if you do what you love, you won't work a day in your life but there's some people and hell, I don't know if they're lucky. They, they have to do something. They're um, obsessed with it. And, and uh, oh, that's, that's so good. I'm like, I, that makes, I'm ready to run through a brick wall. Let's go. <laughs> it's
1: like us in the pod. Um, I, look,
0: I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> uh,
1: did I, what, what else you got? You got any other good stuff? I got some stuff.
0: Um, no, go ahead, man. Go, you go nuts with it. Oh
1: my God, this is getting bad. Um, i i i thought it was awesome that and maybe he's been able to do this before but christian bale just being able to actually play with his like play a role with his own accent and just like being a cocksucker which he is in real life was awesome i dude yeah he played that so my favorite i think my favorite part was the very beginning when you first meet him and this guy with this like you can just tell he's a dude having a midlife crisis that buys a sports car that he doesn't he doesn't know how to use and bale's like yeah there's nothing wrong with it like this just isn't the car for you. Why don't you get yourself like a Plymouth, uh, a Pontiac, you know, something more your uh your speed. Yeah. He's like, We can have a problem here, man. He's like, nah, man, you just don't know how to drive your car. And then he's like driving away and he's like explaining to him what he's not doing. I thought it yeah. was I thought that was so funny. I was dying. Um, yeah. when he first meets the the guy who ends up becoming the head of uh Ford Racing and basically tells him that his brand new Mustang is a piece of shit and he'd buy He'd buy another car that's a terrible caller over it. It um, was great. Yeah, the um, Chevelle. Uh, Damon locking that guy in the office and then taking uh, Henry Ford uh, the second out for, I guess, junior.
0: F- fantastic scene. Out, out,
1: yeah, takes him in the cars, driving, and basically tells him, listen, you got to trust me. Ken, Ken's our driver. And he basically, he, he, I don't know if that's, I, I was trying to do some half-assed internet research to see if that was a true story, but he basically says if he, if he wins, he, he, races, he, he, he does the he wins
0: Daytona, he's our man for the Le Mans. And
1: if he loses, you could have my company free and clear.
0: Yep. You could have, um, you could have Shelby. Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that was, uh that was, that was a great scene. I love
0: that. And again, the actor who did, who was Henry Ford II, fantastic job because he's sitting there and i can't tell if he's laughing or crying i'm like i think it was supposed
1: to be a mixture of both like he's laughing because he's so he's so like happy he's 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 so thrilled but he's crying
0: and then he's like yeah he's like my dad if he was alive oh i wish he could feel this because the g-forces were just i mean he's in his suit you know and it's just he was i mean they were going 200 miles an hour so (laughs) that was awesome um yeah, man, and I like the part too when they're in R and D, where they they uh, the com- the guy the the nerdy dude from Ford's like, ah, hey, a computer say that it's it's fine in the corner, and it's and he's like, yeah, get get your computer. They rip the computer out like Shelby and uh, and Ken Miles, <laughs> and they they just tape pieces of yarn all over the body of the car so that you could see where the drag is and where there's dead spots of air and everything. And the, the nerdy engineer is like, I see it. I see it in the corner there. It's like, he's losing his downforce. Yeah. It just, that was awesome. That was really yeah. cool.
1: Um, oh God, yeah, there are so many cool things. Uh, our man, John Berthold. I didn't, I didn't realize John Berthold or Shane for the walking dead. I had no idea he was in this movie. Um, I didn't either. I don't and even that, remember him from a trailer. He was fantastic. Uh, he was, yeah. John was really John good. Lucas, who also plays young, uh, what's his name? Young uh, John Dutton. Um, he was really good. He play he plays he plays a, a jerk off. Awesome. He's he's great at that. Um, Which one was he?
0: He was the guy
1: who basically didn't want Ken. Racing the head of that, um,
0: like number two guy at Ford.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He was great in it. Uh, those scenes were so good. The scene, Who played the scene, Henry Ford II? The scene, uh, Henry Ford, uh, Tracy Letts. I've got have give up. Tracy Letts, I don't, I've, okay. I've um, Letts, I don't know. I have no idea what else he's been in. Um, the scene when, when John Berthol goes to Italy to try to basically buy uh, Enzo Ferrari. <laughs> basically buy out Enzo Ferrari was awesome. Um, yeah, that was good. That was really fun. Um, I'm saying I'm a lot tonight it was so uh, the movie was so good i was i was really i i was i was skeptical because when you said it was awesome sometimes we have different opinions but man it was so good uh the travesty i mean i I almost cried at the uh, spoiler alert uh uh ken miles dies six months after the race in a test run when his brakes go out um which they did tons of foreshadowing over uh i almost i almost wanted to cry when that happened um yeah it was really disappointing uh
0: which they never, they were never able to figure, determine the cause of the wreck and that. They, everyone agreed that there's no way it was driver error. I was reading more about that. There's some conspiracy theorists out there that think that he actually survived that. And, well, just
1: uh, went, went off and lived a life somewhere.
0: Yeah, I guess. And, uh, okay. And there were other conspiracy theorists that, like, it, it wasn't his fault. So who on the Ford team, like, did something? Like, who, whose fault was it? So, um, uh, yeah. the, the
1: biggest travesty of this is that not one actor, if, if IMDB is accurate, which it typically is, not one actor was nominated for an Academy Award for this.
0: Dude, it was, it uh, was I'm so, blown away. so good.
1: I'm blown away. They, were, they, got, they got nominated for Best Motion Picture, uh, Best Sound Mixing, and they won, they won two Oscars for Best Achievement in Film Editing and Best Achievement in Sound Editing.
0: Yeah, every, uh, I, every, how, does, everything... how
1: does how does Christian Bale not not even get a supporting actor nod? I mean, I guess you could you could probably argue that him or Damon are interchangeable as lead actor and supporting actor, but yeah, how did neither one of them get get that? That's
0: insane. Dude, it was fantastic. Yeah, if you every, haven't, yeah, we're every, late to the game on that. But if you haven't seen it, I mean, highly recommend it.
1: Oh, it was so good. Uh, I hate, I two it got two and a out.
0: half hours, which makes you think, like, why Why did this take two and a half hours? They didn't waste any time. It was very good.
1: I agree. It was, uh, yeah, it was actually, I, I watched, I got through an hour 45 last night and then finished the rest up this morning. Nice. Over a cup of coffee, as my business partner told me to do.
0: Yeah, uh, those were my instructions. So, um,
1: I, I got her, I got her done.
0: Nice. Which leads us to the two beers pod oh. fan favorite top five baby we, we are we, back
1: we needed a, we needed a top 15 for this 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 was, this was it brutal. was boy was this hard well so, it was probably, i can only imagine it had to be even harder for you because i we've it, it's well known on this pod i have never seen the jason Bourne movies so
0: well there's other movies i have not seen either so that's it, it's interesting you bring that up because there, there's a couple i had not seen so yeah. our list should be pretty interesting um Let's do our top 5 and then do our honorable mentions. Um and we'll start with 5. Do you want me to go first or you?
1: Uh,
0: oh, sorry. Did we, we go- say what the category was? The, ca- uh, so no, the cate- did not even say what it was. <laughs> the category is it's it's movies um that have either Christian Bale or Matt Damon. Yeah.
1: Um Yes, that is correct. Well, I mean we we usually go I know it's been a while, but we we usually go every other so.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you want to go first? Oh, uh, yeah. I'll go
1: first. I'll, I. I have two honorable mentions. Um,
0: Let's save the honorable mentions for the end, cause I have oh, okay. a bunch.
1: Oh, I, Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, my number five is a Christian Bale movie, uh, American Hustle. Have you okay. seen this? You you're probably not, right? No. His... Is
0: that the gangster one? Not a gangster one. He's a. He's a con artist. Okay. No. No, I have not seen. Oh uh, no! Public
1: Enemies was the gangster one with Johnny Depp. Uh, um, okay. Now he. He's. He's just a con artist hustler who. Uh, ends up getting wrapped up with the, in a big scandal with uh, the FBI, um, a state senator. Um, it, the cast is amazing. It's Christian Bale, a- or Amy Adams, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper, uh, Jeremy Renner. They're, it, it's really fun. Uh, Bale, I think he put on like 45, 50 pounds for the role.
0: Wow. Uh,
1: yeah he was sensational um i don't know i i didn't have it up if he got i think he definitely was nominated for an academy award for that i don't believe he definitely didn't win um but yeah he was he was fantastic so i i had to put it in there not not one of like the funner movies but it's he's just too good for not not to be on
0: the list sweet um yeah uh my number five was goodwill hunting um and quite honestly, I there's so much of that movie I don't remember, just 'cause everyone my my terrible memory is well documented at this point. But the scene about um, you la- how you like them apples, and then oh, that's what what I use all the time to this day with Robin Williams. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Oh, dude, it's sorry. not your fault. Don't you do this to me, man? It's not your fault. <laughs> So good. Oh, great movie. Love it. Um, what's your number 4?
1: Uh, my number 4 is 4 versus Ferrari.
0: Nice. I it, it, like was,
1: it. it was it was too good, man. Like, and they're both in it, they're both sensational. I, I we just talked about it for probably a good 15 minutes, so I won't get crazy with it, but uh yeah, it was amazing.
0: Nice. Um, my number four, and uh, I, honestly, I haven't watched this one in a while, so I don't know if like I just fell for it at the time, and I, I do need to rewatch it, and so this this is one where I might have to jigger it out on a rewatch, but I'm going with it for now. The Prestige, number four, with Christian oh, Bale, cool. and with, with I believe it's Michael Caine's Jack- in that as well, and Hugh Jackman is is the is the other co-star. Wait, um, it's, what, it, who else did you say was in it? Michael Caine isn't. isn't oh, yeah, he in Michael, that as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah, I... uh Smeagol's
1: in it too.
0: Oh, wow. Good call. Who was the love interest? Who was the woman?
1: uh Scarlet Joe. And... I thought so. Well, there were a couple. Scarlet Joe was like the mistress. Scarlet Johansson. Oh, no wonder I, I, I loved it so much. I forget who his first assistant was that was like Hugh Jackman's girlfriend that died. That was a well known actress. Yeah, star.
0: so they're dueling magicians in what? Early 1900s? It's like when electricity is first being born. And it's a, this whole like the the prestige, you know, the like the 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 big reveal, and it's how can somebody seemingly like like t- teleport, and it has to do it kind of vaguely, maybe not so vaguely, has to do with cloning and everything. I don't want to spoil it, but like, a kind of kind of like a mind cluster to watch it and be like, okay, like what did what what's going on, and like how. It, I, it very intriguing. Love, love the movie. And I think my favorite line from it is... I can't remember if that's, who says it. It might be Michael Caine, but he's... There's got to be a double. It's the only way.
1: <laughs> it is. That is Michael Caine. Yeah. He doesn't use a double. And the twist, spoiler alert, the twist at the end was he had a twin brother the entire time.
0: I Just said it wasn't going to spoil it, but there you go. Oh,
1: sorry. I was... I yeah see, i absolutely
0: see... love that movie oh, so sorry. good that was my number four what's your number you three
1: not um my i mean my number three
0: yeah what did i say
1: number four
0: yeah what's your number three
1: uh my number three is the departed uh okay it or matt matt damon plays he is a i guess he's a rat but he's a rat for the mob so like he it's Jack the the premise, they're in they're in they're in downtown Boston. Uh, Jack Nichols wait. No, Nicholson. Nicholson. N- yeah, Jack Nicholson is this long term <laughs> I always do that. I too. always do it. I always kinda of think <laughs> man. Um I, I always just call him Jack. Um he's pretty pissed right now. But anyway, uh he's he's a long term uh, uh uh mob mob boss in Boston. Uh he basically adop- basically adopts Matt Damon as a, a, a son. Not really, but basically takes him under his wing. Raises him to become a cop so that he can have a mole inside of the Southeast State Police. Um, and then you have then Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio grows up in South Boston. He becomes a cop, and then he becomes a mole within Jack Nicholson's uh, mob organization. So it's really good. It's a Scorsese film. Um, they're both excellent in it. Uh, it you have, I forget, did you say you haven't seen this? No, I've seen it. It's great, right? I mean... Uh, yeah, you probably, sure. you probably don't like it. Oh, sure, see, yeah. This is why I, I had to take your Ferrari thing with a grain of salt. And I think that movie's fantastic. Like,
0: I was hoping we we weren't going to get into this. I but, mean, listen,
1: Jack, Jack, Jack is definitely over the top in it and kind of a weirdo in it. A little too no, much than he needs to be, but... I mean, no,
0: no, no. Here's my thing. Uh, Seven-eighths of the way into it, I'm like, oh, this is so good. Like... I can't wait to see them unwind this and just like really like kind of like shock and awe the audience. They freaking kill everybody. And it's kind of like they don't like, it felt like they were too wound up on themselves and they, they just were like, eh, this is going to be too hard to unwind. Let's just kill everybody. And it was just like, what? It's like, no, like, I want to see how like everyone's going to like get out of all this. And then never, that part never happened. And I was just pissed. So I only watched it one time because of that, but um, I need to maybe I need to rewatch it again. And wasn't it like three hours?
1: Uh, I mean it's long. It's probably like two and a half. But I mean Wal- yeah. I forgot Wahlberg's in it. Oh my god. Every it's, it's Charlie a Charlie Sheen's dad.
0: Yeah, it's a cr- Michael Charlie Douglas. Sheen's
1: dad. No, it's not Michael Douglas. <laughs> what's his What's his dad's name? Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh...
1: uh, Emilio Estevez uh changed changed his name. Um, yeah. There you go. Yeah, uh, it's it's so good. Uh, it's you suck. It's
0: three. Go ahead, you're next. Uh, my number three is Rounders. Ooh. Hanging around, hanging around, can't get rid of him. Kids got alligator blood. Um, if you don't know Rounders, it's it's basically just a hustle of poker. Um, with with um, oh, Ed Norton, um, John Malkovich, Teddy KGB, fantastic movie. And a lot of these uh, and again we always we always say it when we do these lists it's like how rewatchable is something. And so dude, a ra- rounders I put it up there as 3. Uh what do you got as 2?
1: Rounders baby.
0: Oh, That's, there it is. It's so there good. There it is. Uh, dude,
1: it's it's so good. He's at, he's he's I I love young, like young Damon in these like not like Oscar we're going to yeah, like the Oscar movies. movies. Yeah. He's so excellent, man. Um you already talked about it. it's it's phenomenal. I
0: wanted to put it at one, but I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Yeah, nice. My number two, the number two in the anthology. Born, wait, born. So identity supremacy and yeah, supremacy. Wait, no. Born, ultimatum is a th- supremacy. The second one, Jason Bourne, Born ultimatum. No supremacy. Wait, what the hell? The second one. Um, the, the first one was so, so good. And that, honestly, the Bourne's kind of redefined fight scenes. Like, that's the first, like, fight scenes where the camera was basically, like, in between the two fighters and you felt like... Wasn't, Ma- wasn't
1: that the Matrix?
0: No, no, the Matrix is when they, like, slowed it down and, like, Oh, the, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 you're
0: right. The Bourne is when, it was, like, opposite. It was, like, everything was, like, super fast and you're, like... If, like, all the angles... You're not looking at it from, like, a third-party point of view. You're, like, in the fight being, like, ooh, ah, ah. And, like, you're, like, the camera angle's getting jostled around with the fighting action, and you're, like, in the fight with them. And it's just, like, holy crap. Um, But the second one I, I, I chose out of the three... I know there was more after that. Out of the three, because, like, the first one was so good, and then the second one was, like, no. Treadstone was just, like... Uh, a stepping stone of, or like a smaller piece of something larger. And now they're coming after him and they got to unwind it even further. And it was just like, what? Like all that espionage stuff was just like to the next level. Um, I, I, and it was just, it was just so good. Um, I, I loved it. Um, it's so gritty. It was just, um, and uh, and, and I, I think it's like, what, that's like a boomer move. Like, isn't that like a meme for like boomers that like, like sit there and watch them like on repeat.
1: I I wouldn't know because I didn't watch them. I don't know.
0: I, I, I love Jason Bourne. Uh, so I, I actually don't rewatch them anymore. Um, do you know what they're but, wrong, but maybe I should, it is,
1: it is on my list that I'm going to watch them.
0: What's that? Are they,
1: do you know what, what they're streaming on at any right now? Uh, no, all? I do not. I, it's no. my, I, it is my intention to start watching those at one of these points.
0: No, they're, they're fun. Um, no, I'll, 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 I'll get that. But, uh, what, what is your number one? It's
1: not your fault. This is we're gonna. I'm gonna need you to do this later tonight because it's 24. It's 48, 24. If you're not paying attention to the game, um, it's not your fault.
0: It's not it's your not fault. It's not your fault. Nice. Ah,
1: uh, Good Hunting. Uh, it's, it's 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 phenomenal. I mean, Robin Williams and Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, they're all great in it. Um, I, I forget I forget the name of the uh, the guy who plays the other professor who finds uh Will, uh, but he's tremendous in it too. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they're
0: all great. Born Supremacy was the second one. Um, oh, it's for free on Peacock.
1: Okay, I wonder if it's on HBO Max.
0: Um, I don't know, I don't see that here. Wait, is it on Netflix?
1: Oh, I didn't think of that.
0: Wait, alright, I know this. I'm stalling for my number one. Netflix? Maybe? Maybe? If I hit play...
1: Well go ahead, just, Let me I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say this I'll, is not I'll, making for good I'll, I'll, content. I'll, I'll I'll check that out. Why don't you go uh why don't you My go number
0: one Christian Bale Dark Knight Oh yeah <laughs> uh, you can poo poo it all you want. <laughs> I love that movie.
1: I mean the movie Oh okay that's true. I I, yeah. I
0: love all three. I chose that one just because if you're, if you're gonna shove me, I will choose number two. I There's part of me that wants to put three equal with number two quite honestly yeah um, it, it, that's i
1: have started getting close. i've started to accept that 3 is a much better movie than people give it credit for i, I don't think it touches it really movie. is and I, it's i just it, don't think it touches the dark knight
0: i i think it's really really close i i think it's exceptionally close uh but and and that's just me i oh, that's on several rewatches but i have to say 2 Part of me also wanted to put one and I'm going to do it anyway just because correct me if I'm wrong but I believe, which is my favorite line in all three of the Batmans and it's at the end of number one when uh, Commissioner Gordon is like, and I never got a chance to thank you. You'll never have to. And Batman goes, and you'll never have to. That's the first one. that's
1: the first one.
0: I love that so much. Um... But yeah, I, well, I, I remember.
1: Mean, I well, see. I, I, if I was picking one of the Batmans to put in there, like for his performance, not like the movie, I would. The first Batman Begins, I thought acting wise, he did the best. Um,
0: okay, sure, but I mean, I wasn't going by. Yeah, fair enough. I that's yeah. I, it was well. It was. I shouldn't say it. it was a mix. It was a mix of performance. And the mo- and, and movie, yeah. the movie. I mean, he's, yeah. he's good
1: in the Dark Knight too. There was just he just acted because he was more Bruce Wayne in the first one. Um, yeah, great call. Whatever. Uh, you want to go one, which i guess year? i guess
0: i'm the i guess i'm the only one who gives him credit for his acting in in, in dark knight too in in the dark knight I ever uh, we've talked about it before but well it's, just, it's, it's only
1: because he's so dumb like the unnecessary i don't know if that was nolan's call or whoever's call it was for the unnecessary oh bad like, you like know i, I, mean? I freaking love that stuff though oh, that's I, okay i guess um, anyway
0: so honorable mentions um
1: i got a, i got a few
0: yeah, as do I. Uh, you just want me to read them down and yeah, then yeah, you can read yours. You go first. So Ford versus Ferrari almost cracked my top five. It was that good. Um, but I, I did not have it. I'm glad you did though. Um, and then, um, Martian. I really enjoyed yes, that. Yes,
1: yes, yes, dude. Enjoy. I tried to. I tried to get this in my top five so bad. I just couldn't.
0: I know, Matt. Dana, I I love that I movie. I,
1: like, I was gonna pull American Hustle out, but I was like, dude, it's so good. It Bale's so awesome in it. Uh oh, dude, um, I love. I love the Martian. Anytime it's on FX, I watch it.
0: Um, saving private Ryan. Hold on before
1: you do, uh, hold on. The, oh, that, okay. That, the, that scene where he comes up with the, uh, the logic that he's a, a, a space pirate is fucking awesome. I, I crack up every time he does it, but go ahead. Sorry.
0: Oh yeah. I, I don't remember that exact uh, scene. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited about the movie. I, you. I, um, I don't what I only watched it the one time. I didn't, I haven't watched the rewatches. Um, saving private Ryan. I honestly haven't watched that movie in a long time. Um, but what I remember about it is it just being the, like the most realistic de- depiction of war, like to, and there's been more since then, but pretty much to date. I mean, it was just like, is it Vin Diesel in that? Um,
1: I don't know. Maybe. I, know. I think he is. is um, Oce- Ocean's
0: 11. I wanted yeah. to put up there, but
1: I left, the, I, I left, I left that off just cause he's more, just, you know what I mean? It's not really a He's in it. Yeah, he's
0: exactly. Not. He's like a side character. Um, which, by the way, Interstellar, he's a side character in that, too. And I Very, love that movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, Departed, I had an honorable mention. Again, I i liked most of it, but then the ending just ruined it for me. And True Grit, he's a side character in that, too, yeah. in the remake of True Grit. Which I actually, the only reason I put it on there, I, I really like the movie, but I actually like the new True Grit more than the old True Grit. Is he really a side enough.
1: character in that? Isn't he a... He plays he's a, he, he's a decent like has got a decent Well, robot, well Jeff Bridges he? is the is the, main, the main character. character and you
0: could argue the girl, the the young girl is this is like the supporting, but yeah, Labouf, LeBeef or whatever his name is is uh I mean, he's he has plenty of scenes but not I mean not like the other two. I mean, he's supporting.
1: Okay. I
0: I thought so. But I mean either way, I really like that movie too. So what were your honorable mentions?
1: Uh Martian um by matt damon's martian and uh the rainmaker very early matt damon movie a john grisham novel uh where he plays a, he plays a, a lawyer right out of law school uh with danny devito it's it's excellent Take they take on a big insurance company who uh basically screwed a uh a teenage boy out of um cancer treatment then oh, um, wow. uh yeah taking his life it's it's fantastic mickey works in it too um wow yeah great great flick um Uh, for Bale, Dark Knight, I have Dark Knight Rises, um, American Psycho is chilling, uh, I didn't, I didn't crack my list, but that's also very excellent, he's also, I've never seen it all the way through, but, the Machinist, where he, like, he, like, became emaciated and, like, weighed, like, 98 pounds for the filming of that movie? Yeah, I never saw it. He was, like, an insomniac, it was, uh, yeah, he was, like, this guy got into a role, um, and those are my honorable mentions. Uh, the ocean, the ocean's movies too. But like I said, I because he wasn't there. There's so yeah, many sure. That yeah, I, exactly. I, I
0: just didn't put it in there. Yep. All right, man. That was fun. So, what's going to be consequences next week? Uh. Yeah. You know what I want. You know what I was going to say. What's that? Um. And I'm going to double check this live, but I believe that um, Trace Adkins is the singer, or I'm sorry, is the voice um, for Ford commercials. Ford commercials, Trace Adkins. And I was going to say, you should sing. Oh, no, that's Toby Keaton, a quarter of a ton. Ah, damn it. Is he, is he the Ford guy, Trace Adkins?
1: Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. We'll come up. We'll come up with something and we'll tweet it out there. Uh, I mean, All right. I I, uh, I was too. I was just too. Blown oh no! It's
0: it's Chevy. He's Chevy. Ah oh, shit! Never blown, mind. I was
1: too blown away by the movie that uh, I just wasn't even thinking what we would do.
0: Nah, <laughs> I, I'm trying. Nah, Trace Atkins is Chevy. Son of a bitch. Maybe uh, maybe, maybe we'll have to lose. I was gonna say sing. you could si- I could sing an Italian song. You could sing a Trace Adkins song. But I was, no, I was gonna say, that, that's we gone. Can,
1: uh, we can. We can. We can pick a country song that has to do with race cars and driving and
0: the other have to sing it oh there's that good florida georgia line song about um what, uh, at least the one, the, with, the, vi- the
1: one with tim mcgraw
0: the video was about race racing yeah, it's i with like like
1: tim, tim mcgraw's in
0: it
1: yeah yeah uh, they, oh may we all i don't know, I don't know. yeah
0: yeah yeah was that really was good. a good one
1: i was thinking uh talladega by church is a good one the one with jason aldean that i didn't realize about race car driving
0: Oh, uh wide open.
1: Yeah, he does it with uh Luke and Church. Um yeah. If, that's if a good you're one. if you're doing an Italian song, you're definitely you're definitely gonna be singing the one from friggin' Step Brothers. Oh man, maybe we're gonna oh, be doing God. that.
0: <laughs> All right, so we'll either do a country song about racing or some kind of Italian ballad. In honor of Ferrari. What? So Alright man, good stuff. Well, as always, pod is, is uh good time, so um thanks for all the people who are clicking and tuning in see you next week we might be recording later the two for one so true as usual good talk see you out there big kisses sit down pull you that first round you got an open count toss it out
1: everybody's cold right now
0: Stir up the crowd Get you that second round Go on and throw
1: it out talking about anything that makes you get loud